The Supreme Report with attorney Tom Winslow on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Brought to you by Winslow Law. Talk 94.5. By the way, that was me. What were you doing? I I jettisoned the uh, weather. Oh. What you want? Because it was from last week. You know what I want? Because WMBF fell asleep at the wheel, didn't send me any weather. Are you done complaining? Nope. Because you know what I want? What? I'll bring you a little sunshine, baby. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you don't bring us the moon. Well, no, bring the storm skies. (laughs) Are are you done watching Walking Tall over there? Oh, my gosh. What we have here is (laughs) Magic Mincake. That's more major pain to me. Huh? Remember Major Payne back in the day? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's what I remember. Who's Major Payne? It's a movie. Oh. It's, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, I'm trying to bring the microphone closer to you. Can you hear I me? Hear, oh, now oh, I can see, hear that, you. If you can actually have microphones that worked around here. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we got a little limp We're waiting problem. for our Viagra sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. a little, it is a little uh, droopy. Well, here, <laughs> the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. We get you up in the morning. We're going to tighten the screws here. Let's tighten the screws. <laughs> on Tom Winslow. It's the Supreme Report, and he brought a stack, and I see Clarence Thomas on the, right on the cover. On top. Tell us about this new uh, code of ethics. Are you going to oh, tell us see, about that? like reading my brain here, Look girl. Look at that. Yes, absolutely. So the very first thing I have on top, because it's probably the most important, we'll decide if it's the most important, let's go with that, is the new Supreme Court Code of Ethics that they came out with. So for a year, maybe two years now, they've been this uprising about how the Supreme Court needs to have this Code of Ethics to put into place. And we'll talk about that for a second, but they actually have one that came out. Code of Ethics came out. Uh, all the justices agreed to it. And it basically says that they're going to uphold justice and not do anything that conflicts with justice. And if they do, they'll They'll remove themselves. They'll remove themselves from the bench if they conflict, unless there's a necessity for them to sit on the bench. Mm-hmm. Right? So if there's not enough justices, then even if they have a conflict, they'll be okay. They'll still sit on the bench. They all agreed to that. They all agreed to it, right? Mm-hmm. So very, it's kind of just a very abstract, if you think about it, you know, what's what's the rule? It's not like, They you know, did this to appease. It's not like, thou shalt not kill, right? It's a, hey, we're all going to do what we're supposed to do, mm-hmm. but if we have a conflict, we'll remove ourselves, but, you know, if there's a necessity, we'll put ourselves back in. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Now, here's the thing with the Code of Ethics, and my people have to understand, who's going to enforce it? Mm-hmm. Themselves. because right? they Well, they can't enforce nope. it upon themselves. They're all independently appointed. So yeah. one justice can't tell another justice well, not to like sit. Well, it's like the honor system. Well, it's honor system. Yeah. That's all it is. The only people that can enforce it is upon themselves. Yeah. Right? So if they're going to have to enforce it upon themselves, isn't that the exact same but thing they had to was, do before? I feel like this. <laughs> like, here's the thing I feel. I don't think any of them want anybody to any president to pack the court mm-hmm, because that's, that's going to lessen their value. And, that, and honestly, that's that's a very smart thing. They they recognize that issue. Yeah. So and that would lessen, minimize their position. So that's number one. Number two, no other um, uh, what do they call them? Branch of government. There you go. Can rule them. Separation of powers. So mm-hmm. they're getting all these this bluster from senators and all that, mm-hmm. and they're just like, we just got to put this to well, bed. Well, and truthfully, you know. It, Look at the Supreme Court as a judge, I mean, a magistrate court judge, state court judge, whatever you want to look them at. They're going to get, you know, rebuke from everybody, right? Mm-hmm. As an attorney, I always tell my wife, I say, look, I go into a courtroom knowing that 50% of the people in that room will not like me by the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? It might be my client, it might be the other side, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to happen. You do your best. Sooner or later, someone's not going to like you. The judge, nobody likes. Mm-hmm. That's why you have appeals court, right? Because something that they didn't like, so they appeal the judge. Right, that's just part of life. So Supreme Court's the top, right? And when you're at the top, you get the mu- the most. It's mm-hmm. gonna be the worst. 
So no matter what they do, somebody's not going to like them. Right. It's just that simple. There was also something about them allowing to write books and That's right. do speeches. Tell us a little bit about that because they've been giving Clarence Thomas. I mean, are they doing this to like get the heat off of Clarence Thomas? Yeah. So they basically said they're they're allowed to. Yeah. So they're t- they talked a little bit about Sotomayor. They talked about a little bit about Clarence Thomas, Justice Roberts, Alita. They all have. Almost all of them have book deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they basically said it's, a, it's okay for them to do that as long as they don't do it for a group that's basically discriminatory, right? So they can't go talk to a group that only allows men or doesn't hmm. allow African Americans. If you remember, like back in the day, the Masters you know, Club wouldn't allow women into it. It's mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So they say it's okay to go speak. It's okay to go write these books. It's okay to do this stuff. As long as, again, you don't have that conflict associated with if that publisher comes in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say on a some kind of breach of contract situation, you've got a contract with that publisher, then could that be a conflict? Well, that's for the justice themselves to determine, yeah. right? And so they get to make that self-determination on whether or not that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. And so, again, it comes down to that conflict and that necessity situation, but they're allowing them to make a, a side hustle, right? Go sell those books and make those speeches and get paid. I mean, some have $3 million book deals. Well, I heard that... If they were in private practice, they would be making a ton more money. Oh, yeah, 100%. Money. Yeah, I mean, they'd be yeah. making a million dollars a year probably right. just being in private practice. Yeah. Uh, we actually just had a Supreme Court justice, or actually it happens a lot in South Carolina, mm-hmm. who practice on the court for you know four years, five years, six years, and then they step down, and then they go into private practice. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do mediations, uh, other, you know, I don't want to say retirement kind of activities, but they do, and they make a ton more because they're so coveted. Yeah. They know everybody and everybody knows them and they're respected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they should be respected. They've earned that position. And so they go step out and they make tons of money. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So it's amazing that they stay till the end yeah, of a lo- their lives. Yeah, a lot of them stay to the very end of their lives, right? Because they have yeah. a lifetime appointment. And so yeah. it's very interesting that they do that. So to me, that's like someone who has just a servant's heart, you know, that they'd want to, they love that that prestige, but mm-hmm. yet they're serving. I think there's, I think there's three reasons, right? If I think about it. one would be because they are servants, right? They don't get, they get paid a couple hundred thousand dollars, but you know, not mm-hmm. nearly what they probably could get paid. Right. Right. So there is part of servitude in that. The other one is a little bit of political rationale, right? Mm-hmm. You're put there and yeah. there's a loyalty element to it. Like mm-hmm. I think justice Thomas right now, I think he wants to retire, but he's not gonna retire right now. Mm-mm. Right. I think he was almost banking on Trump getting a second term. Yeah. And so I think he's waiting it out to see what happens, but mm-hmm. there's almost that concept of, am I going to get there? And then there's also that concept of, I am the top, right? Like I'll, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the top. I don't necessarily want to step down. I like, I like my position. Yeah. Right. There's a little bit of that element to it as well. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of reasons, but it is a respected position, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to like it. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, putting the law and putting justice in is not a likable thing. It's something that means that you're necessarily going to hurt someone. Mm-hmm. You're just going, it's necessary. You're going to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. And when you hurt somebody, they don't like you. Yeah. Right. right. It's just what, that's the name of the game. All right. What else you got? All right. Let's see what else we got here. I know. Beat that one down. All right. Colorado judge, right? It's kind of went outside the state a little bit. Colorado judge allows Trump to be on a ballot, Mm -hmm. but then he puts his own opinion in, right? Unnecessarily. The question before him was, can he be on the election ballot? And he puts his own opinion in saying, I'm going to put him in, even though I, I, the judge, believe he engaged in insurrection, Mm. right? Like unnecessary. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of stuff that leads to that concept of bias with the judiciary, right? Leads with that concept of, why, why, you didn't need to put that in there. You're, the question before you was whether or not he's allowed to be on the ballot. And the law says, and because the, he has not been charged or convicted with insurrection, right? Well, and I'm going even further than that. You know, it's, it, it would be a federal 
concept, right? That would be a federal charge. That would be a federal situation. Mm-hmm. Does a state court have the jurisdiction, the power to even judici- you know, educate that? Do they have mm-hmm. the ability to do that? I would say no. I would say that that would be a federal position. So once he runs, once he gets elected, then they can try to remove him from office based upon X, Y, Z, you know, based upon uh-huh. his charges, whatever it might be. Right. At this point, they're not there. It's mm-hmm. all a bunch of fluff. And so they're trying to remove him based on someone else's position, someone else's fluff that they're putting out there. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the court saying, and this happened in Minnesota previously, I believe. Yeah, I think every effort now is put to bed. Right. And so I, I think at this point, it, it's pretty standard that they're going to say he's allowed to be on the ballot. Yeah. Right. And which which uh, he should be. Mm-hmm. He should be. He's not been charged with a crime right. that allows allows someone to remove him from the ballot. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's not something that should happen. Okay. And that's it's so news. interesting because, right, Minnesota was kind of a big threshold. Colorado's kind of a big Democratic threshold. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, like you said, kind of put to bed at this yeah. point, right? All right, let's see what else we got here. Supreme Court won't allow Florida to enforce its new uh, drag show law. Now, mm-hmm. let's let's... The headline's a little bit misleading. So a federal judge in really? Florida. No surprise, right? <laughs> surprise. The media is not telling you the truth. <laughs> okay. All right. So there was a judge in Florida who basically put in an injunction, which is kind of a temporary stay of you're not allowed to enforce this rule, is what it said. Basically, you're not allowed to enforce this rule. We think it's unconstitutional. It's a violation of free speech. And that's what basically it said. And so Florida appealed that to the Supreme Court saying, while we're adjudicating while we're trying this case to determine if it is a violation of free speech, we want to be able to enforce the rule. So they went beyond that, went to the Supreme Court and said, just while they're at, at basically trying the case, we want to enforce it. Supreme Court said, no, you got to try the case first okay. and decide whether or not it's constitutional. And what was the law? So the law basically just said that you can't do drag shows in establishments that might have children under the age of 18. Right, Emils? Right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. children under 18? Children under 18. Yep. And so, you know, so it, and it doesn't actually why even would, mention why drag would that shows. Why would be unconstitutional? It doesn't actually even mention drag shows. It just says adult live performances, right? So mm-hmm. any venue that might have children at it, you can't have adult live performances. So you can't have drag shows or any you know, strip shows or anything you, like that. They mean sexual when they say adult content? Well, I, th- I think that's a little bit to the question. And this has been brought up before when we talked about the actual law, right? They allow that law to be in place for, um, let's just go with women dancers, mm-hmm. right? At establishments, you can't you can't walk into a strip club with mm-hmm. children, right? Right, or bring a strip club, or bring a strip to club children. to two children, right? <laughs> in the school, and so they're trying to say that you know some of these activities that are going on uh-huh. are the same concept as adult live performances, yeah. and children should not be at those activities. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, someone's challenging that and saying, no, these are these are free speech. We should be allowed to do what we want. And it's a little bit dangerous if you think about it. That's, if, they say, if they say yes to that, then why is women dancing not free mm-hmm. speech, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. You got you to, to me, you got to understand that's kind of been a well established. No one's really challenged the fact that strip clubs you should not have women at or not have children at, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of or an interesting women. concept. Or women. <laughs> or men. Whatever. <laughs> right? But, but you know, yeah. so it's kind of an interesting concept because they're challenging that idea. And mm-hmm. if you go broader with it, it really opens up the door to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But Florida, I think they need to be very specific. Well, that, and that's that's probably like define what adult is. I know, I know porn when I, uh, yeah. you know, there's yeah, no right. definition for porn, but I know it when I see it. That's right. So, well, or define, obscene material, so, I mean, whatever it was. So, because I mean, is it the fact that, and I don't know, like I don't, I don't go to the shows. You know, mm-hmm. they probably keep their clothes on. It's just kind of risque. It's a little bit different. So can. If women keep their clothes on, can they then go to the libraries and dance at libraries? Like, yeah. what are we like? What's the rule? Like, you said, yeah. what does adult mean? Well, I mean, I would definitely, um, you know, I, I think they have to d- determine attire. 
Um, also, um, cause they, they do have rules about strip clubs and attire. We know mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but also you have to consider the, the content mm-hmm. is the content sexual or adult themed content. If you have a man dressed like a woman in drag singing in like lingerie. Celine Dion, no, no, not lingerie, okay. but just singing in a gown, mm-hmm. pretending to be Celine Dion, okay. um, La Caja Faux type of, you know, thing mm-hmm. where you're just pretending to be that person, then um, I don't think that's harmful to a child. But if they are performing, you know, simulated sex acts and mm-hmm. wearing you know, Mm -hmm. thongs, that could be an issue. (laughs) A little bit of more of a sexual content. See, and I was going the opposite direction. You know, the more specific you are, the more you restrict yourself to hit outliers. Mm -hmm. And that's where the the whole thing is. And then they find loopholes. I know know what it is when I see it, right? Yeah. You know, it's almost the concept of you need to allow it unless in general population thinks it's not proper. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's very, that's very general. Like it's very hard, but you know, we as parents would go, oh, I don't want my kids seeing that, <laughs> right? It's different oh, though if they're proper. bringing it to the kid in the school in an assembly. Well, I agree with that. that that should not be allowed. Well, yeah, you know, there's a lot of places that have it. This this one's mostly but, a lot of people that are upset about this is restaurants. Yeah, where like family restaurants where kids might be there, and so they put this law there. You know, imagine you walking in with your family to eat a yeah, meal unsuspecting, and then there's a show going on, mm-hmm. right? And so. And that's happening all around here. It's happening all. It's happening around here too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so it's it's an interesting concept. Now this is from Florida. So what the Supreme Court said was not that this law is bad or not that we're done. It just said that you got to go through the proper legal procedure. Mm-hmm. You can't double check, shortcut it, and allow this to occur mm-hmm. until you prove that it is yeah. constitutional. And so it's kind of interesting. Again, goes back to it. What kind of restrictions can you put on? Because if you're going to call that free speech, there's a lot of other things you can call free speech mm-hmm. that are restricted yeah. currently. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be interesting because that could open the door to a lot of items yeah, or could close the door to a lot of items. You know, there's three scenarios. Like I said, you can be forcing it upon your kid and forcing them to an assembly. That should be definitely out. Um, you could be just happenstance at a place where it turns into a drag show, mm-hmm. sexual simulation, all well, that stuff. Or you could go to an event that's behind closed doors that you pay a ticket and you walk in. Well, and that's the thing, you know, and it talks about adult live performances. So it can be anything. Like, mm-hmm. and who knows what's going to pop up. It's just saying you've got to, if you're going to deem yourself to be uh, considered a family of children under 18, then yeah. you have to uphold that standard. It yeah. doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Can't, it can be men, women, whatever. You just can't be improper in front of children under the age of 18 yeah. or classify yourself as being an adult establishment. Yeah. Right, and that's what it's saying. All right. Mm-hmm. South Carolina Supreme Court refuses to take up challenges to the state's fetal heartbeat law. Oh. Now, that's, again, South Carolina. So South Carolina went through a year's worth of rigmarole trying to figure out how to handle mm-hmm. the uh, uh, timing of abortion. Uh, mm-hmm. They came up with it, and they the Supreme Court approved it. A motion for what reconsideration was what's it, what it's called. The, they were said, "Hey, reconsider this. Think about this. Think about what you're doing." They said, "No." <laughs> they mm-hmm. said, "We're not. We're done." So now the only step now that can be taken is for someone in the state, right, the whoever it might want to be, to take it up to the United States Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Now the odds are they're not going to take it to the United States Supreme Court, and then the United States Supreme Court won't hear it because again, going back to that Jackson versus Mississippi, they said it's a state right to determine what that standard is going to be, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's not an abortion law in the federal court system. That's a state right law. Yeah. The state made its choice and they've said, this is what the law is. Mm. So that's pretty much put to rest unless for some reason the U S Supreme court steps in mm-hmm. quite interesting. So 
I don't want to say wash our hands of it, but yeah. Well, if we get another liberal in the White House, or, or if we get another liberal on the Supreme Court, well, that's what I'm saying. Right. If we get another liberal in the White House, we're going to have another liberal on the Supreme well, Court, or, or the state Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. State Supreme Court can always change it as well. Ooh. So another in state in South Carolina. Uh, item I thought was interesting, the, st- the judge, Judge Newman, in the Alex Murdoch trial, asked the state Supreme Court if he could step down from that murder case. He said, I don't want to do any more of it. I don't want to hear any post-judgments. I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> and so he's asked the court wow. not to be a part of it. And so so he's. I think he's out. I'm basically when a judge does Where that. Where do they go? When is there another judge? Yeah, there's other judges around. Why, they'll, they'll why was he else. always the one? Because he was appointed to the case by the Supreme Court. Oh, but there's just so many cases coming up. And now there's so much other stuff coming up right now from the misconduct concept to the post-judgment concepts. He's like, I'm done. I wonder why he's Let done. Let me move on. I think Judge Judy is available. Oh, good old <laughs> good old Judge Judy. I feel like if your brain was on it, you want to see it through to the end. Yeah, true. But the truth is, is also Judge Newman, who was the judge, is a relatively older judge. That's why he's put there. He's very oh, senior. Okay. I don't know if he's looking at retirement or if he's just like, yeah. I'm old. Like, I just want... Yeah. I'm done. Nobody wanted this reflecting on <laughs> them, right. so they picked the old I'm guy. Done. You do it. <laughs> they the guy that was going to retire <laughs> soon, so the, it didn't really matter, he right? He drew the short straw. So the Supreme Court's like, all right, who's next up? Who's next to retire? Put him right. in. So so he's out. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder who it's going to be and how that's going to go. That, that'll play out because that's still did, going. He did, like, plead guilty to some yeah, he, financial. Yeah, I mean, he's still he's serving life anyway. I know. From his financial like, crime. I mean, he's, he's, but he's still appealing everything, so. Yeah, he's I guess you have murder. nothing else to do. I mean, when you're in jail. The truth right? when you're in jail. And he's a lawyer, so he, he can do it himself. He wants to use up all his money. So he can do it himself. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to leave it. He doesn't have any family to leave his money to. So. Yeah. Well, he has one son. <laughs> he has one son. Yeah. So, Left. So that's it right there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You got time for one more? Two seconds. Two seconds. Atlantic Beach mayor candidate brings election case to South Carolina Supreme Court. Basically, there was a mayoral election going on in Atlantic Beach, and they shut down the election commission before the votes could be counted. And before the winner was announced, and then after they shut down the council, the winner was allowed, announced. The election commission was shut down and disbanded after the vote was taken, but before the winner was announced. So and what so, does it mean? And so he's taken it. So they announced the winner being the current mayor, but the current mayor is the one who shut down the election commission. And so the sounds the, fishy. So but the person running for the position has uh, sued. Appeal? Okay. Sued in the state supreme court. So the shenanigans in uh, Atlantic, Atlantic Beach. Beach continue. Continue, <laughs> just like good old Surfside. <laughs> All right. Bless their heart. Um, oh, thanks a lot, Tom Winslow. Bless their heart. My pleasure. <laughs> Y'all feel free to give us a call at Winslow Law, 843-357-9301. Will we see you Wednesday? If you want to. Food drive? I'm happy to come out wherever oh, come you are. come on out to the food drive. We'll be there 6 to 3 at the Walmart. I'll maybe. be closer to the 3 area. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> thanks, Tom. We'll see you then. Yeah, 